I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Hope you're well for a... A Tuesday, the 1st of September. Coming up tonight on the show, we are delighted to announce the second coming of Jesus Christ. He is back, albeit this time in artificial intelligence form. A computer scientist has cloned Jesus Christ by feeding the Bible thousands of times into a machine learning thing. Uh, More on that after 11. We'll be chatting with the guy who created an artificially intelligent clone of Jesus Christ on the show tonight after 11. So you can mark that off if you want to figure out what's going on there. Also, Irish singer and songwriter Sophie Ryder Doyle. She is our Select Irish Artist of the Week. She's going to be on to play Poker Face at 10 o'clock tonight. She'll tell you three things about herself. One of those things is not true, though, and it's your job tonight to figure out which one she's spoofing to you about. At the 10 o'clock tonight, and Dubliners uh, Jamie Goonery and Polly Carroll over the weekend decided to run, get this, 48 miles in 48 hours. How and why they decided to do that well, Jamie's going to be on just after 9.40 this evening to explain more. Get in touch. Let us know what you're up to of a uh, Tuesday evening. And you can get us on our WhatsApp for free. 87 This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Sir Long with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. Ah. It's September! Yay! I had to say it, I'm sorry, but you know what I was telling you all along. It is September, and what does September mean? It means the return to school, it means the return to college, it means some sort of normality for you in some way, shape or form. So, I mean, the year is pretty much gone, we're into the tail end of it now, it's going to be Halloween in four seconds and then it'll be Christmas and then it'll be over. But listen, we're all in this together in these unprecedented times, and we'll get there. I know, but before that, before Halloween, you know what it is. It's obviously my birthday, the last day of September. So technically, because it's the first, it's my birthday month. <clears throat> I'm so happy about that. I literally woke up this morning and I felt like I was just born. I'm just trying I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to figure out if anyone actually cares, Saoirse. <laughs> now you said this online, but you know what people did care? They don't. They, they people, honestly no, don't. No, people did the care. And by the way... The pretend to care are trying to get in your pants, by the way. And that's it. No one actually cares. No, they just care that I was born. And that's brilliant. Um, by the way, if anybody's listening, they want to send me a present. Uh, we'll be no, back no, no, in no, no, studio no, 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 at the no, no, end no. of the month. Yes, you can send me whatever you like. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. I take and, cards. And I take uh, anything. Gifts, cake. I love cake. Anything at all. 
Just because no one cared about your birthday. No one cares about your birthday either. Says they do. I hate being the one to break this to you. They do care. Look, birthdays are very important to me. Other people's birthdays are important to me. I got you a really nice present for yours, so I'm expecting in 29 days the same. Okay, well, here. Do you want to know something that I've actually been working on? Yeah. Okay, so you know the way I pranked you last week saying that you got a part of Matt Damon's new film? <gasps> you did not. Right, okay, quick did, recap. Previously did, did you, on Room 104. So wait, here's wait what happened no, hang on a second. last week. Ha, have you wait, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let, 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 let me just recap. Okay, Here, here's what happened last week. I, uh, we do this thing on the show where I will prank we we'll prank each other via our phones and social media. So last week I put up a post on Asirsha's Instagram saying that she got a part, a small part, in Matt Damon's new Irish film that they're filming here. So Matt Damon, Ben Affleck's in it as well, a few other... It's a fairly big production, like, and it's it's filming here. And I put up on her Instagram account that, oh my God, i gotten a part. And you got so many messages from people coming out of the woodwork who you haven't spoken for years. I suppose saying congratulations to you and well done and that you weren't an outright failure. Yeah, they they were using me because they thought, oh, hang on a sec, maybe she is going somewhere in life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that obviously, a lot of people believe that, right? So that turned out to be true, so much so that even family and friends were getting involved. And, and this is how uncomfortable Saoirse felt when she realised she's going to have to tell her family and friends that she's actually a disappointment. My sister is buying this. My sister has just yeah. commented under, and she lives in Liverpool, so she is definitely not listening. Has just said, amazing, sis, that's so cool. We definitely need to celebrate when I'm home. Oh, I'm <laughs> so embarrassed. <laughs> You're oh, such a loser. God, I'm such a loser. I would never, ever, ever get a job on set with the two of them. Um, so what makes this all, all the more believable is one that Saoirse is an actress. She's done acting in the past. She's been in some... Um, small productions but no productions nonetheless you know you've got some credits to your name and then you posted this up and it was obviously horribly cruel because people thought yeah go for it they're filming here you got a small part happy day so listen I felt really bad for a second I didn't feel that bad let's call it a spade a spade here I enjoyed the pain and anguish that you were put through by people thinking you got this part when in reality you didn't and you'll have to tell them whether it's face to face or message them and, and all this stuff right yeah. so I spent the last well all of this afternoon right tracking down and finding the production company in Ireland that is looking after the production here and is looking after the extras and is managing that side of things for Matt Damon. Yeah? Have you been Have you been on to and Matt Damon? I, I was on to the phone. No, I wasn't on. I'm obviously not getting anywhere near Matt Damon, but I was on to the production company this afternoon and told them everything that had happened. And guess what? Are they giving me a part? Guess what? 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 Oh, Cormor, come on. What did they say? What did they say? I, I can confirm now, after telling them how much anguish that I put you through, how much embarrassment that I put you through, and after explaining to them in detail how horrible I am, that I wanted to make it up to you, and I wanted to come on and surprise you and be able to tell you that you've gotten a small part in the show. Guess what they said? What? They said no. <laughs> And then they hung up on me. Oh, God. And do you know what I think it was, right? Wait, you're so I think they mean. Might have been, I think they might have been listening to the show and they might have heard you say this. My name is Sir Long. I like dildos. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you played that out. 
For anyone that's listening, that is me that has said that. Uh, it was before we were going we were live one day. Air. Yeah, and we were off we air. We were off air, and you actually recorded that. Because sometimes you're going to be hitting stuff that's just recording anyway. I My name is Trisha Long. I like dildos. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you just played that. <laughs> Can you stop playing that out now? Did you play this to, to the production team <laughs> no, I didn't. on that film? No I, no, I didn't. But I swear to God, I spent all afternoon uh, getting in touch with them, tracking them down, finally got through to someone and rang them. They're like, no. So I'm so, I Actually, tried my no. best. Like, I thought you were going to say maybe they got me an audition. No? I, I was hoping for anything. I was hoping that they'd just give you, because they're looking for extras. They've put a call out for extras, Extras, by the way, of all ages, all sizes, all body shapes, all skills for this uh, new Irish movie. Uh, and I thought maybe we'd be able to do a deal. I was there in my dealing head. I was like, you know what? You'll get a, a part just sitting in the background somewhere. You mightn't even be on camera. And then I'll be like, you know, you can come on and you can plug the movie and you can, you know, give oh, another call out for extras and stuff. Yes. I could be well, brought on to loads of different TV shows and stuff, talking about the part that I play. It's a small part, but I'm just sitting in the background. Yeah, yeah it's, it's woman holding cup in the background of, uh, yeah. of one scene for four seconds. Uh, but unfortunately, no, they, they shot me down pretty harshly, I'll have to say. Uh, so that was that was the end of that, yeah. How rude. That's very disappointing. <laughs> You've just ruined my life extra now. Thanks. Did Thanks you did you you didn't believe it for I half did. a second, did you? Oh I did. no. Yeah, I did. No. Well I tried, there she and that's the best you're gonna get out of me now. I think I'd be really good at holding a cup in the background of a film. Mm. I know. Actually you probably know. wouldn't. I'd be staring at Matt Damon the whole time. They'd be yeah. like, Please look away. I just wouldn't be able to. Yeah. That's so really listen. sad. It's really sad and really upsetting. Sorry about that. Mm. I did try my best, but you know what? Um, they just they just weren't buying it. So 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 there you go. Ed. I'm going to have to go swimming in. Um, where was Matt Damon found swimming in Docky somewhere? It's going to go know. hang around there and see if he's there. Yeah, bring out some scripts, do some monologues on the side of the road in Docky, see if you can get yourself apart. And then I'll pretend I don't know who he is. Oh yeah, play cool. Like play oh, cool. you're an actor. Oh, that's so weird. You're over here yeah. doing a film. Weird. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sorry it couldn't be a, a bigger climax to the end of that story, but I, I nearly enjoyed that better, the fact that they just shot me down completely. But listen, there you go. That's your first birth, birthday resident. There's more on the way, by the way. And if you thought that was bad... <laughs> oh, you're I don't so wanna, evil. I don't literally, you're the devil. I don't want to say anything anymore. Anyway, listen, still to come on the show, Poker Faces on at 10, and then uh, just before that, 9.40, the two... Irish guys, two Dublin guys who ran 48 miles in 48 hours will be on to explain, or Jamie Goonery will be on to explain how and why, and uh, we'll even check in and see if he's actually alive. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Still to come on the show, we'll be chatting to a couple of guys who over the weekend ran 48 miles in 48 hours. They ran four miles every four hours until they successfully completed the 48-mile challenge. It was set down, I think this was an internet trend started by a guy called David Goggins, if you follow him online. If you follow people who shout at you online for not getting up off your backside online, that's him. But uh, these guys did it, raised a decent amount of cash as well for uh, Pieta House. So we'll be chatting to Jamie Goonery, one of the guys who did that just after 9.40 on the show as well. So if you're looking for something to uh, kick you up the backside and see if this is possible, definitely uh, tune into that. That'll be on the way uh, shortly. Um, we'll also be doing Control Alt Delete a little bit later on. Did you know today is the anniversary of the Nokia 3310? No, but that's terrifying. Don't tell me it's 
over 15 years old? I think it's uh, it's 20 years Is years it old. 20 years? Oh my God. Like I remember yeah. that like it was yesterday playing Snake all day every day. The 3310 turns 20, 20 years of age today. I wonder if anyone has one that is still actually working because I'm sure you can... I went to. They, I know they released a newer model. I bought one of the newer models just for Snake to think that they'd have old school Snake on it. It's not the same Snake. Yeah, you see the buttons are different as well. The buttons are easier to press in. You know those rubber ones that you, you really have to force them back in the day? Yeah. They were they were all the rage then. God, I'd love if we could go back to a 3310 or a 3210 where you Simply don't fun. have to... Yeah, but you you kind of, you can text, but it costs you money to text, so people aren't as likely to bombard you with messages, you know, oh, that's random what we times of night. That's you know, what we it, need. It is. Stop, like, even on, on Twitter, that's what we need, to stop people moaning about everything under the sun. All we need is to, it should cost you like five cents per tweet. Yep. Then, or maybe more, maybe like a tenner. If it costs you a tenner every tweet you sent out, I think most of this, you know, fake outrage that we experienced would kind of disappear fairly quickly. You're like, hey, I'm kind of annoyed by it, but I'm not, I'm not a tenor annoyed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so as well. Because if you think about it, when you have to, if you had to go down to the shop to get credit like you used to have to do, yeah, you'd be very careful who you're texting. Oh, God, yeah. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't be you? vomiting out all this pointless crap online. That's a genius idea. Yeah, so we're going to campaign here on Room 104 to make social media cost you. every Like your old SMS messages. And that way, the drivel that so many people put up, the pointless moaning and drivel will just be a thing of the past. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a great idea, but I can't believe it's 20 years old. There you go, 20 years old. Um, if anyone, ha- if you do have, by the way, if you have an old 3310 that works, let us know and maybe send us in an old an old uh, picture of it. I'd love an old school game of uh, Snake because I can't remember how high the scores go up, but I'd love an old school game of, uh, game of Snake. I'd love one too, actually, now that I think about it. I remember, I don't know if it was a 3210, it must have been I remember when that came out, I was probably 12 or 13. I was in the ILAC Centre with my mum and I was like, that is what I want for Christmas. And she turned around and said, oh no, did you not hear? Phones give you brain tumours. You can't. You can't have one until you're 18. And she was Uh deadly serious. She thought, she obviously read somewhere online that that's fact and uh, that was was the end of that. I wasn't allowed to get one until I was 15. In fairness, if it is uh, online, it's 100% true. So at least Yeah, exactly. Well, sure, it wouldn't have been online back then. And where she she must have heard it in a I don't know from who, but oh, um, yeah, that she was set in stone with that um, that we couldn't have one because of the brain tumors. Crazy. Yeah, crazier time, simpler time. But we've just sorted that out. Um, sorted that out for you. Also coming up a little bit later on after eleven o'clock, uh, we'll be chatting to a guy who's created uh, AI Jesus, artificially intelligent Jesus, a clone of Jesus after teaching machines, the teachings. Um, of Jesus Christ from the Bible. So a AI algorithm has been studying the Bible hundreds of thousands of times and has now learned how to speak and think like Jesus Christ. So that'll be on the way a little bit uh, later on. Before we move on, is there a question tonight, Saoirse, you have for us? There is a question and studies have come out to say people who refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be what? Sick. Yeah, that could definitely be the case. Wasn't the answer I was looking for though. So, so say that again. What was the question? So people who refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be what? Okay. People who refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be what? Have a guess if you want to know this. If you think you know this evening or maybe you've seen this in the news today, drop us in a WhatsApp 
0818-6797-104. We'll see if anyone can get that right. We'll be back next with music from Endor. Pump it up. It's FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Hey, it's Cormac and Sisha here on Room 104. Uh, coming up in about 20 minutes of time, uh, we chat to, a, to one of two guys who over the weekend decided to run 48 miles in 48 hours. An insane challenge. Almost two marathons over the course of uh, two days. Jamie Goonery will be on to explain how and why and whether his legs fell off after doing it. So he'll be on the way at about 20 to here on the show. Um, Sisha was trying to con people into sending her in gifts for her. Get this birthday month. Would you ever... It's just shocking and outrageous. Emmett has said, though, I was trying to tell you, Sisha, that people just don't care. But uh, Emmett has said, I care, Sisha. And then uh, a birthday cake emoji. He has added Oh, Emmett. See, why are more people not like Emmett? Just a nice person. Emmett, for your birthday, I will also text saying happy birthday with a birthday cake. Oh, you just got to text F104? No, we're friends, we're friends on Instagram. Oh, oh, Me hello. And Wow. So I'll do that because I'm a nice okay. person and so is Emmett. But you and everybody else that doesn't care about my birthday are horrible people. You should care about birthdays. It's special. Should you though? I'll, I'll care about it for like five minutes on the day of your birthday and then that's it. I, I was excited for your birthday and you weren't you even though? excited. Were well, I was though? to a point. I mean, what did I, what did I buy you for your birthday? That's coming up soon, by the way. Oh, is that? I haven't got it. I think you were lying about this whole thing. Your, so your I, I never got emails off a priest. I was meant to get an email off a priest. Never happened. Oh, well, maybe they're going to do it sooner. Sooner to the time. Yes, it's I'm, the 20th I'm of BS September. 20th of September, you are going on a course. Do you remember what it is? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful religious retreat looking into the, well, the, the the role women played in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So, God. see, I actually paid 60 euro for that. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> just letting you know. Uh, well, so, I'm just, just having that like hash actually, so that'll be like the week for payday. So, and we just got paid. Hon. Yeah, but the twentieth will be then, and uh, you know, I'm not yeah, that. I don't plan to... that far ahead. I don't plan that far ahead. You oh, should. Apologies. You should. Um, right. What was the question before we go on anywhere? The question was: People who refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be what? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. People who refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be what? It's not sick. And the first barrage of messages that have come in this evening. Uh, first one from Roshan. Good evening. More likely to be complete idiots? Yeah, absolutely they are. But it's not the answer I'm looking for. Oh, unfortunately, because that was the main one that's coming in. That was from Janet as well. Thanks for that. Is uh, um, being complete idiots. Um, so that that's not the answer you're looking for? No, it's not the answer. Um, is it more likely to be tired? No. Why would you be more likely to be tired? I don't know. Just maybe if you're you're getting sicker and you're kind of like, ooh, what's going on? Uh, people who refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be uh, aggressive, says John. Uh, no. No, that's not the answer. Uh, okay, 0876797104. Drop us in a WhatsApp if you want to have a guest this evening. People who refuse, refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be what? Now, are you able to give any sort of hints or clarity or point us in the right direction? Um, I won't actually, no. Because oh, I think this, okay. is, this is quite um, straightforward. It's not a good thing, obviously. Uh, I wouldn't say the majority of people are this. You'd be in the minority. It's a negative thing. 
That's the clue I'm giving. Oh, I like that one from uh, another Ian. Uh, they're more likely to be fined. You'd hope so, yeah. I don't actually know what the law is around that, but um, it's not the answer, no. No, I think, uh, especially on things, if, you know, Ian is mentioned things like the public transport, I think you can be fined. I think. You can't be let on. I think you can be fined for uh, breaching the COVID guidelines and the face-wearing uh, yes, guidelines. Yes, and you should. Not So not the answer you're looking for? Not the answer, no. People uh, who refuse to wear a face mask are more likely to be what? Now, this, this is, is a study who, what, that's just come out today. Right, okay. So, Dermot has a good one, though. They're more likely to be unable to wear one due to a respiratory condition. So, maybe that's it. No, that's not it. No. As I said, that's obviously um, something that they can't help. These are people that could wear one, but they refuse. Yeah, refuse Ah, to wear one. Ah, okay. All right. All right, 0876797104. Pick up your phone, drop us a WhatsApp if you would like to have a guess at this this evening, uh, and you can let us know. So, people who are refusing, who are perfectly able to have no underlying medical conditions that would prevent them from wearing a mask safely. People who refuse to do this, according to this new study, are what? FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can visit our flagship store in Tala or get free delivery at playblue.ie. Still to come in about 10 minutes time, we're going to be hearing from one of two men who over the weekend decided to run 48 miles in 48 hours, an astronomical amount of miles covered in uh, such a short space of time. Jamie Goonery was one of the guys, and um, Polly Carroll, the other. Jamie will be on explaining to you how and why and uh, whether he's in absolute bits after doing that because it's almost two marathons in uh, two days. So that'll be on the way shortly here on Room 104. Saoirse, the question we have before the break, see if anyone got it right. The question is, people who refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be what? 87 um, Sarah has said, Sarah, is it Sarah or Sarah? S, you know Sarah without an H, do you pronounce that just like normal Sarah? Um, I think it's Sarah. Ooh. Like Sarah, not Zara. Like Sarah? S- like Sarah. Is it Sarah or Sarah? You can let me know, but she has said, uh, is it selfish? You're more likely to be selfish. Yeah, you're definitely selfish. Um, that would fall into this bracket I guess but it's right. not exactly what I'm looking for no um, people who don't wear face masks are more likely to be a hypochondriac um, I would have said the opposite no so would I but that comes in from Bernie and is that the answer no that's not the answer no sorry about that Bernie <laughs> no. hang on a second now hang on hang on this answer now is shockingly sexist and I won't have it here on the show Lena my god Alina said, are more likely to be male. <laughs> <gasps> wow, that's bad. I've seen a lot of girls getting given out to for going into shops not wearing a mask. Um, um, it's not. It's not the answer. No, of course not. <laughs> Hashtag not all men. Hashtag um, definitely not all men. Uh, thanks for the answer, though, Lena. Uh, some people are kind of venturing around one. William has got one. Uh, is it the, Sorry, here's another one. Is it um, people who, wear, who refuse to wear face masks are the first to complain? That goes in from Philip. Are you Philip? They usually are, though, aren't they? Hmm. Yeah, they probably are. They're kind of going against everything they're told to do, complaining about no matter what it is we have to do, they'll complain about it. Um, it's not the answer, though. Yeah, they'd probably be the type of people that if you weren't mandated to wear a mask in certain places, would 
be saying we should and that it's a disgrace that the government wants us to be infected with this virus out in the open and that they don't want us to wear a mask and protect ourselves. So you can't win. No, you uh, can't. Really. No. Um, is, is it more people who refuse to wear a mask? Catherine thinks is it more likely to be infected? They're more likely to be infected. I mean, I don't know. You know, on medical grounds, I'm not a doctor, but I would imagine so. You know, if you're if you're walking around in shops and stuff with no mask on, would you be more likely to get? A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Other than the person with the mask on, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, you you probably would. That's the whole point of doing them. You're more likely to more likely to be bald. Apparently, if you refuse to wear a face mask, Dermot thinks you're more likely to be bald. Well, wow, that's stereotyping now. The poor, poor bald men. Bald poor, men getting it all. You know what I mean? They're just trying to do their best. Nobby. <laughs> I mean, he always wears his mask. <laughs> I was just about to say that I haven't seen Nobby wearing a mask in the last six months. Now, no, I haven't always. actually seen Nobby in yeah. the last six months either. So uh, I'm sure he he's wearing one as is appropriate, but. You're yes. a bald man, Nobby, and apparently you're not going to be wearing your mask if uh, the stats <laughs> by Lena and Dermot are to be believed. No, that's not the answer. Right. Um, are we getting close with something like, uh, William has said, is it uncaring slash unempathetic? Very, very good guess. Yeah, you would probably be the nearest to the answer here today. Okay, Keith has got one. I think he might have it. Keith has also said... People who refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be sociopaths. Is that the answer we're looking for? Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Right, yeah, that is the answer. So you are more likely, as studies have revealed, to be a sociopath if you do not wear a face mask. Not do not. Refuse to wear one when you should be wearing one, basically. Um <laughs> And I was wondering what is a sociopath because, you know, you kind of hear of psychopaths yeah. and sociopath. They're not the same thing. A sociopath is actually a term used to describe someone who has antisocial personality disorder. So people who can't understand others' feelings. Uh, so that kind of does make sense, doesn't it? If you're not going to wear a mask, 
it's not just about you it's about everybody else around you that yeah. you could be infecting and so on so um it goes on to say that they'll often break rules or make impulsive decisions without feeling guilty for the harm they cause yeah, they don't really care. They've no, as William said, no no empathy, no understanding no of harm they might be, co- be causing. They're just like, yeah, whatever, don't care. Yeah, exactly. Which is quite a dangerous way to live, isn't it? Dangerous in certain contexts, because I'd say, like, um, sociopaths would probably make very good bosses. Oh, they would, actually, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're just, they're just you, they don't care about your feelings. They're like, you just get the job done. I yeah. don't care what what is going on in your life, your head. You just do the job. We're here to do a job, not to talk about feelings. Get the job done. But I guess, like, a job is one thing, or being kind of not having much empathy around someone's feelings. But when it comes to a pandemic, you would just think that that borders on psychopathic. If you're trying to find a way not to wear a mask, other than the fact that you might be actually ill and you can't wear one, but if you're just refusing point blank and saying it's all a hoax or whatever, that's, that's psycho, isn't it? I'm looking at the definition of a psychopath as opposed to sociopath. Psychopath is characterized by superficial charm, high intelligence, poor judgment, and failure to learn from experience, pathological egocentricity. So obviously you just care about yourself and nobody else. Mm. And you have an incapacity for love. You have a lack of remorse or shame. You're impulsive and you have a grandiose sense of self-worth so that's the difference so, sociopath's a little bit more reserved and just doesn't care about you yeah so I've seen a few a few psychopaths along the way around uh, this virus as well yeah so some people that are just um, yeah who do you think is the biggest psychopath in F104 selfish psychopath yeah Oh, no, we could get in a lot of trouble for, for guessing this one. Um, so I probably won't say, but I think we both know who it is. Yeah, Tara Murray, absolute <laughs> nut job. She goes around the studios with a chainsaw, just cutting things down. You're like, whoa. Seriously, Flipping Tara, tables relax. left, yeah. right and centre. <laughs> she doesn't get her way. I think she's amazing. Sure, she's called Beyonce this. for a reason. <laughs> you know, she's a diva. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are joking, by the way, if Tara Murray is listening. Or anyone else that might go, oh, God, really? Is she? No, she's not. Oh, I'm telling you. She couldn't nightmare. be nicer. Yeah, she's probably the nicest person ever one of four. No, I am, obviously. No, you're definitely not. I'd put no, you I... in, like, the, the sociopath <laughs> category as opposed to psychopath, you know? Fine. Yeah. Um, difference between... What is the difference between sociopath and psychopath? Psychopaths are classified as people with little or no conscience. Sociopaths do have a limited, weak... Ability to feel empathy and remorse. And psychopaths can and do follow social conventions when it suits their needs, but sociopaths are just, they're, they're just probably operating in upside-down land, doing their own thing, and don't really care. Yeah, sounds all right, right. Horrible people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people who refuse to wear face masks are more likely to be called Karen. How come we didn't get that answer in sooner, Bernie? That but that's is... a great shout great shout although Bonus I would have said the Karens would wear the mask but they'd just be complaining Ooh. that the mask isn't fitting them properly or the mask has a mark on it or they'd be complaining oh, sure. about the mask oh, but I, surely you've seen some of the you know the, the Karens in the United States who are asked very very nicely in their local supermarket would you mind wearing one or otherwise you know and they just go insane like flip it did you see the video of your woman who was pulling things out of her trolley and just smashing them on the ground because she isn't getting her way no, I didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah, Bernie, 100% with you on that one. 
uh, people who refuse to wear a face mask would, would, would be called Karen a lot of the time, yeah. Do you know what That's I want, though? I want someone to have a baby, call them Karen, and bring them up to be nice people so that we can stop this stereotype. Listen, don't fight the stereotype. I know one or two Karens who aren't Karens. It's more, Karen isn't really a name, it's a way of life, isn't it? But you know what? If you are a Karen, you're obviously going to be looked at much closer than anyone else to see if you're going to do anything. You know, you can't have a bad day. Anything out of the ordinary that you might be pissed off about something and then straight away, you're a Karen. So tomorrow... Uh, tomorrow at 12 o'clock, Saoirse is going to be marching from the GPO uh, down yeah. to Leinster House uh, looking for justice for Karens. Yes. So there'll be big posters that should be holding up. Hashtag Je suis Karen. And, and Susan's. Uh, we'll be, uh, <laughs> and Susan's. So if you're a Karen or a Susan and you feel persecuted and marginalised and feel as if the world is out to get you and you're being unfairly treated, you can join the Je suis Karen and Susan's movement tomorrow kicking off from the GPO at 12. <laughs> Uh, and you can or you cannot um, you don't have to wear a face mask if you don't want I suppose you, we, you can go up and group complain about absolutely everything and make everyone's life a living hell I mean you'd be stopping the traffic you know, you'd be bringing the city to a standstill we have to have the man in there is it John? I can't remember what we, we, we went on with the, the male version of a Karen um, there was some good shouts it was like a, a John Kevin John O'Brien oh Kevin or, yeah Yeah, I can't remember what it was Um the equivalent, the male equivalent of a Karen. I mean, you could use Karen in a gender-neutral gender term as well, you know what I mean? You don't necessarily have to have ovaries to be a Karen. You can be a male Karen, and we all know exactly, exactly what, you know, what, yeah. what you mean and what type of person that you are. Fair enough. Okay, well, I'll be there tomorrow. Just anyone that is Karen or Susan, come on down and we'll stand together. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, so go out tomorrow, 12 o'clock, and, you know, you can use that word as a gender neutral world. Tara's a bit of a Karen. Nobby's a bit of a Karen. I, you know, it works. It works absolutely perfectly well in both sexes. Jim Jim, bit of a Karen in the mornings before his coffees, you know. <laughs> oh, we're going to get in so much trouble. They're not Karens. They, oh, good God, they are. You should Okay, see. fine. <laughs> They're all Karens. So are we, though. Like, you don't, don't want to wake me up at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm a complete Sorry, Karen. can't go back into work because of the virus. There's <laughs> being big Karens, please. Can't go in. I want to stay at home. We might all die. Well, listen, um, there you go. That's, that, that's, of course, not happening tomorrow. But you know what? Get in touch with Saoirse online. Maybe you can set up the uh, Just Sweet Karen and Susan group and protest for your equality. On the way next, would you be ever able to run 48 miles in 48 hours. This is a challenge that's been set down by a guy online called uh, David Goggins, who's one of these kind of people who just shouts at you for being a lazy loser and gets up at like three in the morning and goes on these stupid runs, former, I think, either Marine or Navy SEAL, one of these, just a psycho tough guy. And he set down a challenge during quarantine to run 48 miles in 48 hours. It's four miles every four hours for two days straight, even during the night. Well, two insane lads from Dublin decided to do it. Polly Carroll and uh sorry polly carroll and i'm losing my mind here now sorry goonery jamie goonery sorry jamie uh so they decided to do this they were doing it to raise money for pieta house as well over the weekend they successfully completed the challenge of running 48 miles in 48 hours and jamie goonery he's going to be on next to explain how and why and uh how his legs are feeling after all that that's on the way next here on room 104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here and joining us 
now is one, I would say one of two of the most insane people from Dublin that we have talked to in a hell of a long time. They did something just absolutely ridiculous over the weekend. One of the craziest physical challenges I've ever heard of uh, in my entire life. Come on and explain a little bit more about how, uh, what exactly they did and why they did it. Uh, Jamie Goonery, sir, how are things? I'm good, I'm good. A little bit tired, but I'm not, I'm not too bad. It's madness. <laughs> Will you just explain what yourself, I don't know, your mate uh, was a mate or was Polly yourself. Polly, yeah. You did undertook this challenge over over the weekend. Will you tell us exactly what it was? Yeah, so basically, um, basically the the challenge was handed down by a guy called David Goggins. David Goggins is like this ultra marathon. Anyone doesn't know him is an ultra marathon runner from the US. He's an ex Navy SEAL, um, world record holder in ultra marathons, pull up competitions. He's just a hard ass man. That's exactly what he is, basically. <laughs> um, and during the quarantine, he he, he get out um, put down this challenge for the four by four by forty eight, which is four miles every four hours, forty eight hours, and Paulie, who is a client of mine, I, I'm a gym owner in uh, Dublin, who's a client of mine who does long distance running on Ironman, uh, Ironman, sorry. Um, he, me and him are chatting in one of the sessions and he was like, uh, do you see David Goggins challenge, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And he's like, right, let's go for it. So we didn't really talk about it much. We kind of just said, right, we're going to do it. We put a day in place and I'm a real, I'm all about um, preparation. So I just want to make sure that preparation was key. I had all the right attributes to yeah. Complete it because I don't like going into anything. I don't like going into anything without without full preparation and and knowing that I can actually succeed if you get me. And what preparation is involved? Or what's um, involved? Obviously, the bit of, obviously running is a bit um, of getting your know, getting your kilometres under the belt. Um, but more so the the whole uh, preparation of the weekend. Uh, so basically, I was um, in contact with Clayton, uh, the Clayton Hotel, if you value, which looked after us for the whole uh, whole weekend, even Sunday night. And so basically, me and Paulie had the penthouse room up in the Clayton Hotel to isolate ourselves from any distractions because that was, would have been, the, I'd say, the hardest part of it all, having to go probably through our daily routine and try to do it. Um, so we kind of had our own isolation. Um, I got onto physios that I used through, through the gym for recovery, and then obviously recovery room. There was a recovery room in Castle um, Knock, uh, which went over twice, which is all the ice bath, uh, heat treatments, and sleeves for your legs, compression sleeves for your legs, uh, which helps with keeping lactic acid and the muscles going over the whole weekend, basically. And then obviously nutrition wise was on point. We had um, mm-hmm. we had nutrition given to us by Pure Power Meals who looked after us for the whole weekend and um, which came in handy and then obviously my knowledge and, and, and Paulie's knowledge of training and running uh, came in came in and to be honest with you we actually didn't find it too hard which is I swear I'm not going to lie I've, I think but the thing is I'm not saying it's because of our physical attributes I genuinely think it's because of the preparation and the thought process going into it because in fairness you can go into these things blinded yeah. and you can struggle and you could give us like jealous with you, you could you could get seriously injured doing it. Um but the way we had everything pre- prepared, like I said, from from isolation to recovery to nutrition, everything was on point over the whole weekend. And obviously we raised money for uh, a great cause as well, which is the most important part of the whole thing. I saw that, yeah, you've raised several thousand euro for PA to house, which we'll chat about in, in a few minutes as well. But I just wanna clarify and make sure that you know, we're all li- listening to this and what you exactly did. So you ran four miles every four hours for 48 hours straight. Does that mean that the, like it was uh, like on every four hours? So your sleep was disrupted and you, yeah, you yeah. were doing so this sleep, consistently over the two days? So sleep was disrupted. So yeah, you, so there's a lot of, there was a lot. Listen, every four hours, we started at 8 a.m. On, on Friday morning and our last run was 4 a.m. Sunday. So every four hours we ran and you have to understand that every four hours you have to run. So there's a 25, 40 minute gone out of your four hours because you're running and then you're going to yeah. eat for 15, 20 minutes. And then if you're trying to get some sleep, you probably get sleep for 
max two, two and a half hours, and then you're back up to go again. Which I said, what, what I said about the preparation of being isolated and, and um, actually being yeah. in the same same uh, facilities because one the night, one the fourth night, I completely slept out. I, I literally had my alarm. I must have went off, and I didn't. This was four a.m. on a Saturday morning. And I literally didn't hear it. And Paulie came barging into the room. It was like one minute before, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> so if I was if I, if I was at home as normal, I wouldn't have completed it. And that's and that was my biggest fear of yeah. how easy it is to just press news when you're on your own. But when you're around, me and him had just the, the all, all weekend buzzing off each other, bouncing off each other. The, the energy was great. Um, and like to be honest with you, we had no doubt, we hadn't got a doubt in our mind that we weren't going to complete it. And the whole talk was for the whole for the whole time we were doing it was what's next? Where are we going to do? What are we going to do next? Like, it, it, that's 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 the way our kind of minds were going all weekend, which is which was great. Was there any time during this that you just thought I have to give up? I can't go on. No, no. Do you know what? Not once. And 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 I wouldn't. I would love to come on and say, listen, it was extremely hard, and and, and but for us. It was great because we had each other. It was the preparation and, and, and everything went into it. It's like it took like that took a lot of time and effort to go into it. It took a lot of time and effort to do it. But to do it right is, is a different thing. Like I said, you cannot give these challenges and um, you have to give these challenges respect. And like I'm listen, I, I'm in the fitness game six, seven years now. Paulie does a lot of work at Ironman. Like you don't you don't go into these blinded. If you do, you can obviously get yourself hurt. So we wanted to make sure we give ourselves every every single chance of succeeding this and succeeding it well. So what we got a buzz off and like at the end of it we I said to him that like next time we do this let's do seventy two, seventy two. And that's not <laughs> even that's not even saying that's the mindset of what we are going through because we found this so not that sounds so we found it that our bodies were able, sleeping was, was, was okay. My my lifestyle as is actually suited the, the sleep patterns because I'm up early for for clients in the gym, five AM and usually I sleep in the day and anyways for a nap most days. Yeah. So so I'm a I'm a great cat napper, do you get me? So, yeah, so yeah. I didn't mind sleeping during but like like I said, all in it just worked perfectly and, and then we raised money as well, which is as I said it was most important. This is insane though, because I it's almost two marathons squeezed into two days now i know obviously it's broken up but like how how are you physically after the disruption to your sleep and putting those miles into your legs over two days yeah, yeah. You, the, legs, you the legs are sh- the legs are shot if you get me just like there's no it's like there's, the, right now there's not really that's not the power in them i wouldn't be going on a jog for for, I think for a couple of days maybe a couple of weeks yeah so the, the, the body is kind of shot it's like it's like it is it's gone through a, a, a tough time but like I said, the recovery we'd had, we had physios over, one of the nights we had a physio over, which, which kind of took everything out of the legs that made us feel like we... Like yeah. she said, after we went on the run, after the physio, I felt like I hadn't done a run. I didn't think I did four or five, five runs that day. And I didn't feel it once. Then we went over to the ice bath treatment. I had I was doing ice bath in the penthouse, in the, sorry, in the hotel room. And like everything was just to a T. But like I said, I'm feeling now, I'm tired now, body's a little bit sore, but... Um, but like I said, the adrenaline got us through the whole weekend. It was just a buzz from, from start to finish. And the great thing about it was we had so many different um, routes of scenery for the jogs. We didn't just stay in the same place, which made it so much um, better and exciting, to be honest. Did you do anything similar to this before? <laughs> so I'm a bit mad, so I do a couple of mad things. Yeah, I've, I see I, anything challenge-wise, um, well, my ears prick up if you get me. Um, not so much... Not so much running, which I'd probably be obviously a half decent runner, but um, hiking, I've done a couple of big hikes, Kilimanjaro and stuff, a um, couple of years ago. And then obviously with the, with the gym, 
there's lots of fitness events um, every year that we that we take part in. So yeah, if there's a challenge, if there's a challenge up for grabs, usually uh, my, uh, I put my hand up for it. So yeah, whether it's, whether it's anything, not just not just running related, anything at all fitness related, I throw my hat just to, just to keep just to keep the mind and body focused. To be honest with you, because as as you know nowadays with everything going on, there's so many distractions. It was actually nice to actually focus on something and do it. And then obviously, like I said already, I keep saying it. Charity race for which is PA House, mental health, suicide, which is after, which is obviously a big part of playing what's going on. We we kind of wanted to do it justice. Uh, definitely. And um, is the fundraiser still open? Because I know you have a GoFundMe which has raised yeah. several thousand euro already, but you're still accepting donations there. Yeah. So basically, the GoFundMe is on my Instagram. I think there's a yeah, it's on the bio of my Instagram, which is at Jamie Gunnery, J A M O E G O O N E R Y. Which is yeah, which I'll keep open till the end of the week. See what we get. I think we're on just over three and a half thousand now, which is which is great for two guys running around, um, running around Dublin, um, for the last for a few days, which isn't bad. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Like the closest thing that I've ever come to anything like this was about two years ago, Christmas. Myself and Crossy from the Strawberry Lamp Block did forty-eight parties in forty-eight hours. So <laughs> that was exhausting going to different Christmas parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that one. We join on, and it might be slightly yeah, more yeah, relaxed. Complete, completely exhausted out of that, and we obviously got a little bit more sleep overnight as well. And it was just, it was just insane. But like, how much preparation would you recommend if somebody wanted to do this? Because uh, uh, tell you how I came this across is, this. A mate, a mate this of mine messaged me and just said, "Here, listen, have a look at these guys. Would you be up for doing something similar?" And I was like, oh, "Come on, now, this is insane. How much, how fit, and how much prep would you need before somebody should attempt to do this?" Yeah, this is what I want to say about this. Is what kind of came on about the preparation. Um, running wise, you'd have to be a strong runner. There's no doubt about it because the legs would tease up if you haven't got the kilometres in the belt. Now, listen, I am a strong five kilometre run, um, which is probably sub 18 best, which is pretty good. Yeah. But I'm long distance. I am. I don't really do. Which which Paulie had the experience in that. I think the most I've ever ran was a half marathon, non-stop 25k. I've never done a full full marathon. It just never came up to do. But so it wasn't really for me to be a strong long distance runner. I was just a strong runner, and, and but um, I'd make sure you can you can run. What I done was my, my preparation up to it was the Saturday beforehand, which kind of gave me the confidence that I could go and do it. Saturday beforehand, I did the night run. So I did 8 p.m. run. I did a 12 uh, the midnight run. I did a 4 a.m. run, and I actually got up at quarter to 8 a.m. Um, on the Sunday. This, this is the weekend before it, and yeah. walked around the house and kind of said to myself, like, "Okay, I'd be able to go on a run here." So once I knew I could do that, get up, I knew I wouldn't stop. I knew I be able to go and actually complete it because I, I never would have the challenge is to run uh, four miles every four hours but you can walk it and no matter what I said I, I would have crawled it to finish it I, I was never going to give up that easy to be honest with you and I was just asleep I was all I was afraid of not being able to go up out of bed and that's why I said okay, that's where the preparation came in with having Polly close by in case alarms didn't go off or got too tired and then obviously the isolation um, in the Clayton Hotel which which has big time for us to kind of just focus on running and, and completing the challenge. But like I said, for anyone looking to do it, make sure your running's on point. Nutrition's a huge part of play because you don't want to um, you don't want to make you, you want to have as most the most energy as possible. And then obviously recovery is was so key. The ice bath, yeah. um, having the physios there, recovery room over in Castle Knock, um, who helped us big time. Big shout out to them. And um, so all that, like I said, was just just not to do the recipe for it to, to, to succeed, basically. Is there ever a time where someone might not be actually able to run? Like, I can only yeah. do about, as Helen Cormac, maybe five minutes on a treadmill, and it's been like that all my life. I can't even, the only I thing can't is, even well, progress to ten minutes. Well, I am, I am not a specific uh, running coach, but for me, it's, it's just the pace you go at. Like we, The pace I run at for, for my fastest five-kilometre run 
was I never even went near it for the weekend. Never went near it. Like the, we are running at a pace that we could genuinely not try to put our body under too much pressure. If you're trying to push each, like it's it was basically survival survival is survival mode it wasn't we weren't trying to beat mm. times we were just trying to survive it began every run we were trying to feel like we tried to make the run not have any um, negative effect on us we didn't want to be coming off any run exerted our muscles fatigue because we knew that over 48 hours that has a huge part of play even our routes what I said about preparation our routes every route we took we made sure there wasn't many hills because I'm yeah. telling you a couple of hills a couple of um, inclines has a huge effect to play especially when you're poured as I said, most exerted, lactic acid builds up. All these things um, over 48 hours would have a big part to play, and this is why we may have to make sure everything was key, which made it easy for us. Which may, which a lot of people tuned in over over the weekend, and a lot of messages came through like we made it look easy because of the. And I'm not saying it's because of our phys- physical attributes, it's because of the preparation and everything we done to make sure we succeed. Because when it comes to challenges and that like that, I only give myself the best opportunities to to do it and to complete it. And I wouldn't, but I wouldn't do it either way. Yeah, you don't go setting yourself up there for uh, for failure. But listen, Jamie, thanks a million for popping on this evening. Obviously, fair play to yourself and uh, to Polly Carroll who are after doing this over the weekend. Check out uh, Jamie Goonery over on Instagram. The link to the uh, forty eight mile challenge is on his bio, and they're raising uh, they've raised several thousand euro for PA days as well. Massively important. Obviously, mental health charity that. Uh, affects a lot of people here but listen uh, very best look if you ever do anything insane like that again do give us a shout and we'd love to have you back on lovely comic thanks Fish as well thanks for having me guys even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.